a podcast from the Arkansas Baptist State Convention. You're listening to Inspire On The Go. It's your weekly dose of fun, encouragement, real-life conversations, and all things women's ministry, regularly featuring segments from Andrea's radio show, Truth On The Go. If you find yourself on the go, then this is the podcast for you. Now, welcome your host, Andrea Lennon, as we talk about all the great truths that we can take with us as we go through our day. Hey, sweet friends, it's Andrea. I hope that your day is off to a great start. Today, I'm just so thankful that God places people around us to cheer for us in our spiritual journeys. I don't know if you have that special someone that maybe even right now you're thinking about, but it's that person who loves you. It's that person who challenges you. It's that person who encourages you. And today on the show, we're continuing our conversation with Donna Seal, and she is one of those people in my life. She is an encourager. She challenges. She helps. And Donna, thank you so much for for being with us again today on Truth on the Go. Well, thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. And in our last program, we talked about how we can have thoughts that are truthful, helpful, and hopeful, and the power of the mind and how God created the mind to be a help to us in our spiritual journeys and how we need to take our thoughts captive so that we can be sanctified, so that we can live conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. And all of that really sets the tone for what we're going to talk about today, which is our thoughts that are not in conformity to the mind of Christ and are actually leading us away from God's will and his plan and are actually tripping us up, even if we don't realize it. And you know my story, and I'm going to share with all of you listening today a little bit about my story when it comes to recognizing these thoughts and how these thoughts can be so powerful in a negative way. Many of you know my story that I grew up, I was adopted. What a beautiful thing, but I tended to put that into a negative category instead of a positive category. And there was a power that that had over my life. And I began to see my life in a perspective where I put myself and my circumstances into one of three categories. And I did it all the time. I would think that I was a burden to people, or I would think that I was constantly on the outside, or I would think that if somebody did something nice for me, that I had to pay that back with an equal kindness or a greater kindness. And so, Donna, you realized even before you knew what my scripts were, which we're going to define that in just a few minutes, but that my thoughts were tripping me up. Well, we don't like to admit it, but we really do tell on ourselves by our behaviors. And I could observe the angst and the pressure that Andrea was putting on herself as we went on a mission trip. And the intensity that was there that I couldn't see where that was coming from. So I knew it had to be some mental anguish that was going on. And let me just tell you now today, and it's been several years since Mm -hmm. we took that trip together. And boy, we've been on quite a journey since that point. Let me just tell you, friends, as you're listening today, you want a Christian counselor as a best friend. I mean, do (laughs) not be afraid. If God puts someone in your path that has Christian counseling or psychotherapy, do not run like I tried to do. Because it's just beautiful how God really does place the people in our lives that we need in order for us to live that full, free, abundant life that he has for us. But as we go back to that time when we were on that mission trip together, I was spiraling and didn't even know it. I was spiraling because I hadn't dealt with the issues from my past. I was under pressure that I had pretty much put on myself to be this amazing leader among other amazing leaders. And so I just think by the grace of God, God orchestrated the events for all of the stuff that I had been believing and dwelling on to 
it's actually come to the surface so that I could see it. And I remember sitting in our bedroom as we were on the other side of the world. We shared a bedroom together and you were on one bunk bed and I was on another bunk bed. And I started to talk about my adoption. And you said to me, Andrea, if you do not figure this out, it will affect your ministry and it will affect every area of your life. And that that really got my attention, Donna. And I do remember that as well. And please don't run from every therapist that you know. We don't all corner people. <laughs> but we were dear friends and, and this was a safe place. And I would not have withheld that from her. And we were having very open and vulnerable conversations. But what I was seeing was that need to be okay so somewhere in her she wasn't comfortable with herself and so in ministry i i truly believe that we can't be doing that to satisfy any insecurities within ourselves. we have to be doing that to glorify god andrea wasn't even realizing some of those things but this trip was pretty powerful she was among seven i would call pretty Powerful leaders, wouldn't you? Yes, high-level CEOs. Yeah, I mean and, Harvard graduates. Yeah, we and had the a whole thing. great trip, but I felt like that was rattling her. So to me, I was thinking, you know, you're discounting yourself, and I really wanted to help her see the equal playing field we all are on in the presence of God. Yeah, and that was so powerful to me because as you said that to me, it really started a journey for me. And quite honestly, the journey didn't really begin until we got back to the United States. And my plan was to do what I always do, which is just to get busy and stay busy and to pretend like none of that happened on the other side of the world. But you picked up the phone and called me along with another friend and said, let's just sit down and talk about it. Yes. And that was so powerful. And I agreed to do that, which is really a miracle, honestly, because those conversations in the past would have probably been intimidating and scary to me. But I knew because I had been in ministry for several years at this point, I knew that I was not walking in the grace of God. I knew that I wasn't living that full, free, abundant life, but I didn't know what to do about it. That is such a powerful point. And truly, I I can tell you for sure, her whole heart was committed to Jesus, to serving, to the ministry that she had founded, knew the Word of God, loved the Word of God. But that is a great example, Andrea, of just having this blind spot where we're not applying something to our personal life. In other words, The scripts that you had uploaded into your mind over the years just became your normal. And because you weren't doing what you would consider morally wrong things with it, it wasn't getting your attention. But yet it was hurting you. And we've talked about this concept of a script. And I've actually already told everyone who's listening my scripts that I've struggled with. But let's define it. What is a script and what does that look like in our lives? Well, I just call them deep belief systems. You have decided and on a deeper level. It, it, it is like when you walk in a room and you're going to sit in a chair, you don't even have to think about it. You have developed a belief over time that's going to hold you up. So you just sit down. And so all of us have some belief systems that we've developed through our life. And sometimes I'll say to my clients, well, you you can't help some of the things that you started to believe as a child, but you're not 10 anymore. So as a mature believer, let's look at what's not true. 
Let's look at what the Word of God says. And so this is the difference in having healthy and unhealthy thoughts. And that's what we talked about that day. Uh, some of your scripts and they weren't healthy for you. They wouldn't be healthy for anyone. Like I'm on the outside. Well, if you believe that, just think of all the pain and just think of all the work that's involved trying to get on the inside that is never going to happen because you really believe that you never will. And honestly, too, when we have those scripts, we almost just have these self-fulfilling prophecies and we almost make sure that we are on the outside. Absolutely. Absolutely. So one of the things in the seminar that I wrote, a whole section is on healthy versus unhealthy thinking. And these are scripts that people have decided, whether you call them a script or a belief. But it is important, and of course we can have many different categories, but the four that I think are foundational is that we have the right belief system or the scripts running through our minds about God, about ourself, about other people and life. Mm. Because many people are struggling with an unhealthy belief system or a script that they would say in their mind about God, such as... I know God loves me, and I know that he forgives, but he could never forgive what I did. And think of the pain and anguish when you live with that. That is an unhealthy thought. So having a healthy belief system about God is so important. And, you know, that obviously is founded in the word of God. Absolutely, That's why God gave us his word so that we will know how to live and to navigate our time here on this earth. You know, and he reveals his character through his word, that he is faithful, that he is loving, that he is merciful, that he is just, um, that his heart is always for the least likely and that he provided a way. He demonstrated his love by sending Jesus to die on our behalf. I mean, I don't know of any thing that helps me to see him better, but also to be able to see myself better than to know that Jesus died in my place. I mean, and that provided a way for me to belong. And so as I was sitting in your house that day and I was unpacking my scripts, because let me just tell you how that day went down. I walked into the house, we sat down and it was three of us, uh, Donna, myself and another friend. And I just looked at them and said, I want to control this conversation, which everybody (laughs) laughed because that is a classic Andrea. Again, always wanting to be in control, but I knew something was off and I knew it had to do with how I viewed myself. That was at the heart of it. And I told my friends these three scripts and then Donna challenged me to take that unhealthy script and to change it to a healthy one. And I couldn't do it. She couldn't do it initially. But she got there. And that is, I hope, what you're hearing from this. It, it may not happen in a moment. It may not be easy. But as a believer, do not stop until you are in agreement with what God says about himself, about you, about others, about life. And change the scripts. And I'll say a couple of things. First of all, if you want to learn more about my journey, specifically in the area of these scripts, you can pick up a copy of God in the Window because it's a tell-all. I mean, it totally is a tell-all when it comes to realizing that I had these lies in my life, realizing that these lies were impacting my life, and realizing that I didn't have to stay in the lie. And that's why I share this with you today as you're listening. I want you to know that there is power in God's Word. There's power in community, and there's power when it comes to having the mind of Christ. And and I want to say how much I have appreciated Andrea being vulnerable and transparent. 
as a believer leading a women's ministry to say, I've been in church all my life. I teach the Word of God. And yet, there are things that I'm learning that I need to change in the way that I'm thinking. And there's so much power in that transformation process. And when we come back on the other side of the break, we're going to continue to unpack this beautiful concept of having the mind of Christ. In just a moment, Andrea will return with a final thought. If you would like to hear more of her teachings, visit andrealennonministry.org. It is the ultimate website for the girl on the go with Bible studies, video sessions, podcasts, books, and down-to-earth blogs straight from Andrea's heart. Be sure and subscribe so that you can stay connected. Again, that's andrealennon.org. Now, let's hear a final truth from Andrea. We're back with Donna Seal, and we're talking about really the beauty of the transformation process and how every day we have the opportunity to wake up and to challenge our thoughts and to go, okay, is this thought in line with the thoughts of Christ, with the mind of Christ? And when it's not, to go, all right, I have the opportunity to change that. I have the opportunity to engage in the process of changing that thought and making it truthful, helpful, hopeful. And Donna, you have developed a process to help people know how to do that. Absolutely. That's been a passion I've had for several years, uh, writing a Bible study and doing seminars on our thought life. And it is important to understand what's healthy and what's unhealthy. And just to take the time to walk through that with people. One thing I see in my private practice as a therapist are people struggling with a proper view of self. It's men, women, it, it doesn't matter. And the scripture is full of things to help us have a correct view of ourself. And I will say looking at ourself probably takes more vulnerability than anything else. And Andrea, what you just shared about your own story and your own scripts, if you had not been willing to be vulnerable, those would still be in your mind. That's right. And you know what? I want to just thank you, first of all, for acknowledging that it did take vulnerability and transparency to go there. But I also want everyone who's listening to know that there is such freedom in vulnerability and transparency. I was afraid of it because I think I thought I won't have it all together or I won't appear to have it all together. But once I started down that path, I didn't want anything else. I wanted that vulnerability. I wanted that transparency. I wanted to be transformed because that is the full, free, abundant life that Jesus provides. And why would we not want to walk in that? And so the first step really is the hardest step. But once you take that first step, you have to realize it's a journey and it's like peeling an onion. So when I left your house that day, the journey was just beginning. beginning. There were a lot of layers to my issues, a lot of layers, and it touched every single area of my life. But the process started. And it won't end. We will be learning and growing and that is the process of sanctification. Now, here is a profound truth, something you just said. None of us have it all together. (laughs) You were afraid that it would be revealed that you didn't have it all together. You didn't. That's right. I don't. We use that term. I don't know what we're expecting of ourselves. I think we're on a journey of learning and growing our entire life. And I'm not going to look the way I did a year ago or how I will look 10 years from now. I think that if we truly are submitting our lives to Christ, wanting to be Christ-like in this journey, that's as all together as we're going to get. That's our goal. But we aren't Jesus. We are not perfect. 
but he is our guide and he will guide us into all truth. That's good. And you had talked about in the first half of this program, the importance of having proper thoughts when it comes to God, ourselves, others, and life. So we want to make sure and highlight that point, because even right now, as you're listening, you're probably thinking, what are the areas where I have some unhealthy scripts? They're probably going to be in one of those categories. They will be in all the categories. (laughs) Uh, And several years ago, and I think I said it to you. That the longer I do the work that I do, the more convinced I am that if we don't get the category of proper view of self correct, we're not going to get anything else right. If we can't see ourselves as who God has created us to be and value ourselves appropriately, we will have trouble even believing God loves us. It will skew our view of God. So that area is so important and a proper view of ourself, a healthy view. It isn't about our successes. It's not about our mistakes. It's really not about the things we do. It is about who we belong to. A proper view of ourself is that we are a child of God and he loves us unconditionally and he's created us uniquely. There is no one else just like us, but he has created us for good works. He has created us to use us powerfully in this life, but we're different. And learning to celebrate that, learning to see that what you do is what God has gifted you to do, it doesn't make one person better, more valuable at all. We have different gifts. We have different talents. We have different personalities, and God wants to use every one of them. And just to be able to celebrate who we are, that's not ego, it is not pride, it is really just glorifying God. Yeah, and you know, we think about how he is the creator and we're the creation, and how as the creation we find our purpose and our meaning and our value in the context of that relationship. That's what I hear you saying. Realize who God is, realize who you are in relationship to him, and celebrate that. Well, and one thing I have said to clients before, you know, we'll say, well, what does God say? And I just kind of chuckle and say, I just think it's kind of smart to agree with God and not yourself. You know, God knows a whole lot more than you do. So let's just agree he's right here. And you are loved with an everlasting love. And valued. Absolutely. And a a part of the family of God. And that was the part when I was thinking about those scripts, it didn't even make sense. You know, it just didn't even make sense. And as I said them to you, I was like, well, that's just kind of silly. But I felt like I needed to dig in and try to fight for them. And you were like, Andrea, no, this is not right. And I was like, you're absolutely right. And when I left your house that day, it really began a journey of replacing the wrong scripts with the right scripts and that has transformed my personal walk with Jesus and my relationships and I have seen that and there's such freedom freedom is a great word you are not in the angst that you were before but I do want to say this we all are motivated by something you know when we know we need to change and I can honestly say your motivation was to be obedient to Christ and your calling And she was like a dog after a bone. Anything that was going to get in the way of that, she was going to work on it. And so I I say that to everyone who is listening, you know, let that be your motivation. You know, we all have things to work on. There are unhealthy thoughts that are going to run through our minds. What we want to really capture and take captive are the thoughts that have become belief systems. 
and to change those. And Andrea has done a wonderful job with that. And she, like myself, will be working on that the rest of our lives. And I don't want to settle for an unhealthy mind when we're told to have the mind of Christ. Absolutely. You know, and I want to just mention a couple of things. One, this conversation that we've been talking about, it took place five years ago. And so there's been a lot of walking this out even before we come into a platform like this to talk about it. And so just know as you're listening today, you know, it takes time to make spiritual progress in some of these areas that have been embedded in your thought process. Yes, but if you'll think about life, anything that has value takes time. We do not get an education without time. We do not raise children without time. We do not have a great marriage without time. We don't know the Word of God without spending time in it. Anything of great value takes time, and your life is precious to the Lord. Take the time to think about what is going on in your thought life and to take captive those thoughts and make them obedient to Christ. The other thing I want to point out, because Donna, you are a picture of this in my life and so many people's lives, is that we need to surround ourselves with people who will never let us settle for less than God's best. You know, when I think about you and I think about a handful of other people who witnessed this angst that was going on in my life, you guys could have easily kept on moving with your individual lives, but you all collectively stopped and said we're not going to leave you in this ditch well and I think that is a picture of the body of Christ and so often we fail there but we need to be picking each other up and you've picked me up there are times we just need people to come around us and say "Mm -mm, you're not staying in that ditch come on grab my hand we're going to keep moving But that is the power of Christian community. And I think so many people are probably afraid to go to that place of transparency and vulnerability. So give us some practical things if, you know, we are stuck in that place where we are not engaging in the community that God has placed us in. Well, if we know that we're not, I would go to the safest person I know. I call them safe people. And I would just say, here's where I am. Help me. And just see what word God gives you from another believer. That's that vulnerability part. Sometimes we don't know what to do. We don't know the next step. And that safe person, it may be your spouse. It may be your sibling. It may be a trusted friend. But it's okay to say, I'm kind of stuck right here. Do you have a word for me? And there's something so powerful about just speaking that lie out loud. It almost begins to lose some of its grip. You saw that whenever I was speaking my lies out loud yes. at your house. I mean, I was trying to believe them. And I, even as I was saying them, I was like, well, this I don't think That's this is perfect. right. Yes, yes. <laughs> they can make sense in our mind in those hidden places. But when we bring them out into the light, Jesus can work with it. And and a lot of times, and I've shared this so many times with our listeners, a lot of times I will pray a very specific prayer and it's powerful. And it is this, Lord, shine your bright light into every dark corner of my soul. Reveal that hidden sin, reveal that light. And he is faithful to do that because he wants us to be conformed to the image of Jesus. It's not like we have to beg for that. He wants us to walk in that freedom. He wants us to walk in obedience. And so if we begin that conversation, it actually means he's already at work in us. And so there's great confidence in his ability to work and to bring the right people, to bring that word, to bring that light out into the open and then for us to be able to deal with it. Well, and we should never forget the power uh, that he has left with us, the power of the Holy Spirit. 
he he said in the scripture, it's even better for you if I go. So it's it's like, really? I would think I'd want Jesus sitting right beside me. But he said, no, it's better for you if I go. Because he then came after the resurrection and indwelt us with That's his right. Holy Spirit. So when you're thinking about changing scripts, belief systems, unhealthy thoughts to healthy thoughts, you're not doing that on your own. That's so important to remember. And that's that's that prayer that Andrea just mentioned. Lord, shine your light. That is opening yourself to the Holy Spirit to guide you into truth. So you're not on your own. And I love that the Holy Spirit is the counselor and comforter. Because I'll be honest, this is a hard journey. And and let's just be honest about that. This is a hard journey, but it's a journey worth taking. And so if you're struggling today with some unhealthy scripts, and we all have them, let me encourage you, visit my website, andrealennonministry.org. And you can contact me, and I can put you in touch with Donna. She does workshops. She does seminars. She does retreats. She visits with women. She has a practice. You can talk to Donna. She can help you just like she helped me. You can also pick up a copy of God in the Window, which tells the story of my journey to deal with these scripts. And also another resource that really dives into these scripts is On the Road with Ruth. And so there's a lot of different ways, a lot of different resources that are available to you. And then be sure to pray, to engage in the process, to share with a friend, to find a biblical verse that speaks to that lie, and you fight for truth. And as you do, you will experience God's best right in the middle of your day. This episode of Inspire On The Go is over, but we hope you'll be back next Monday for the latest episode. In the meantime, you can visit absc.org forward slash inspire podcast to find more episodes and ways to connect with Andrea. Also, if you're in central Arkansas, you can find Andrea's radio show Truth On The Go at 93.3 The Fish and 99.5 Faith Talk Radio on Sunday mornings.